Hey everyone, Quincy here. Wanted to say thank you for catching this replay of the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro show on your audio platform of choice. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also learn more and enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and enjoy today's episode. Yo, official memes. What up, Brian? What up? Hold on, I'm grabbing my computer. Let's see what we got here. Yo, what up, guys? Carter Busta, what up? K9 Hampton, what's going on? Jordan, what's happening? Con Soccer 11, welcome. Uh, Rafaya, what's going on? Billum 3, or Billum 3445, what is going on, guys? Let me get all my stuff set up because you know we're doing it today. We're going deep today. Let's see, Trey. Welcome. Carter Busta, 22. What's going on? Fernie G11. I'm, I'll try my best to score a hat trick. I don't know, I don't know about that, though. Um, keep track of progress or improve. K9, that's a good question. Um, Brian, DC United as well. Guys, thanks so much for joining. If you haven't joined before and don't know what this is, this is the Ask a Soccer Pro Show. The hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro Show. Episode 16. I think we're at episode 16, guys. We're making progress. Let me double check and make sure. I think we're on 16. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I'm telling y'all peeps join in this man goes deep. That's that is correct official memes. Kyle Dell man, what's going on? Eduardo Cruz, welcome. Guys, you know what it is. See Ask the Soccer Pro Show, episode 16. And if you're just joining for the first time, the Ask the Soccer Pro Show is a show where I go deep on concepts of the MSL. You guys know I'm in my eleventh year. Uh, professional soccer in Major League Soccer. I'm currently playing for DC United. And every week I talk about the MSL, even though I play in the MLS. And the MSL is the Mental Strength League. That's the league you are playing in, whether you know it or not. You're either an active participant or you're a passive follower and at the mercy of those playing the MSL. And what we discuss on this show, hey, what's up? Ryasa underscore two. Welcome. Uh, what we talk about on this this show is how to develop your mental strength and your mental IQ. So if you guys got any questions that you've got for me, definitely start dropping those in the comment section below, as well as let me know where you're calling in from, where you're joining us in live from. Uh, we got people from all over the world, which is pretty dope. And uh, there's more and more people joining this live every week we're gonna we're gonna build a huge community guys a very very large community one that we help we help each other grow 
both on and off the soccer field. So I appreciate having you guys here. And uh, to kind of get things going, what I wanted to do is, let me think, what was it? Ross, two month. So, so what I'm going to start doing, uh, thank you for posting that. So let's get that going. Pin comment. Thank you. Um, so if any of you guys have been kind of following the Perfect Soccer account for any amount of time, you know that we've created our, our book, uh, The Perfect Soccer Player Blueprint, Master Nine Keys to Soccer Success. You can see the link right there that's been pinned at the bottom over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash book. That book is free. And that book is really the, the fundamental pillar to building uh, the mental side of the game. And then from there, building on top of that, the physical side, you know, the skill, uh, what skills and uh, tri not tricks really, because you know, we don't really dive into that because you don't need tricks. What skills and foundational fundamental things that you need in place to give yourself the, the greatest opportunity to succeed at whatever level you're looking to uh, get to in soccer. But more importantly, we really like speaking to you and developing the mental aspect of the game because the things that you learn on the mental side is what you can apply off the field. That's in school, that's in business, that's in life, that's in at work. You know, we've got people following uh, the brand from eight years old all the way up to um, 60 years old. So coaches, players, and parents. And the fundamental theme across everybody is the mental side, um, the mental side of things. So. Um, if you guys have been following, you'll notice that in the month of March, we have started to really break down the core values of Perfect Soccer. I haven't spoken a lot to them, uh, I think, publicly here on the account because uh, this is something that we've really used internally to build our culture. Um, a lot of our partners are very familiar with it, but our core values are the key to our follower success, and it's been the key to my success personally over the course of my now 11 year career. Um, what, I, what I've been doing over the last 11 years is really breaking down the mindset and the processes that I've put in place to help me figure this whole thing out. Uh, figure this whole thing out and stay relevant and stay active at this level for as long as I have, right? In order to make it to this far at the professional level, there, there are some fundamental things, some fundamental truths though they may be very hard truths to to understand or to want to implement, but they're true nonetheless. And is a big reason why our tagline here is others will tell you what they think. Here, we tell you what we know only through our own personal experience. And uh, yeah, so what I wanted to, and to really discuss is moving forward, we're definitely going to go forward with a content structure that's based in our core values because I think it's very important to share with you guys and teach you guys our core values, our process, how we go about doing things and how I've been using this system as a means of helping um, coach, consult and mentor uh, friends, family, uh, friends and family members as well as uh, uh, people who join our team over the last couple of years. And we've been getting a lot of positive results out of it. And that it's kind of at the point now where it's been refined to where I feel confident in sharing, sharing it and teaching it in more of a strategic manner. So on uh, the account moving forward, you'll start seeing that we'll be presenting all of our content in a, um, in a seasonal uh, process. So in an eight week season and the eight week season is going to be broke up, broken up to our, uh, our seven core values. So one, each week we'll focus on one core value. So the first core value is self-honesty, self-initiative, self-accountability, 
um, growth mindset, teamwork, attention to details, uh, fun or passion, right? So those are your the seven core values. And then the, the, the eighth week is dedicated to recovery, self-reflection, planning, and, um, and future execution. So that process, that seven-step process is the AmeriCorps process. So this is my process. This is the, the personal process that I've used and developed and refined over time that, is ha that has helped me get to a professional level. It helped me get to the division one level. It helped me get to the pro level and it's helped me sustain and stay at the pro level um, for this amount of time. And it is also the thing that has helped me build this brand, Perfect Soccer, and build this com company and community and provide uh, these valuable resources to you guys. So the content we provide moving forward will always be within the context of our core values because our core values is how we navigate, make decisions, and um, provide you guys with the best, most honest, upfront information that uh, that we can possibly provide. So today's episode is step one of seven of the AmeriCorps process. And that first step is self-honesty. So a uh, quick overview of what that exactly means and uh, why I think this is the fundamental pillar and the most important aspect of all of this. And if you don't have this, uh, if you do become successful at any level, at any particular time, it will be fleeting. You won't have it for long. And once it passes, it'll be required that you have self-honesty to fully reflect and understand why you lost it in the first place, even if you're able to understand why you got there and why you got it in the first place. So, so self-honesty is asking yourself and answering the questions you may not be 100% wanting to hear or know the truth of. Full transparency with oneself. When we don't have the honest information, we are unable to create, to create or implement a plan of execution that can best help us reach our individual goals. Many people are unaware of the lengths they have gone to to keep the truth from themselves for fear of having to face the fact that they don't want what they say they do, they have a lot more work to do, or that they themselves are the reason that they have gotten to or won't get to where they want to go. Self-honesty is the pillar of being able to not only work towards your individual's goals, but is the foundation to your ability to maintain any level of success you may want to achieve. So, like I said, this is the utmost of the utmost importance and uh, the the first the first pillar of the process. And like I said, with the with the show. Uh, especially moving forward, obviously we'll, we're going to go deep on specific questions and everything. But in the beginning of the show, I want to go over the specific value of the day, uh, speak to what it is, what it means, and how to apply for it, and then also get your guys' questions as to where you're at in this step of the process or in this um, attribute of your of your development or where you're at. Um, so. with your guys' questions and now having given you guys a chance to kind of go through dropping some of your stuff in there I can start getting to answering some of the questions so oh what up Andy welcome to the call um, Lawrence I love you if you're reading comments and watching this well there you go I'm reading comments and watching it so let's see what we got here guys <laughs> Hashtag conspiracy. Yeah, guys, get those conspiracies going. I love seeing, love seeing your guys' conspiracies. What do you, what do you think? Uh, what do you think is the, 
What do you think is going to happen in 2019? It's going to be a very interesting, interesting year. Um, this weekend. Uh, Adot Nunez 10 has a big, has two big club games this weekend. Good luck. Um, hoping the best for you. Hopefully you've been applying everything you've been learning on the lives and in the in the show and episodes and stuff. And it's you are prepared to dominate this weekend. Let's see what we got. Uh, Carter Bussa, not much. Uh, just hanging out. Uh, the new team is great. Uh, I'm getting settled in. I'm I'm learning the area. Uh, DC is. Um, like the area itself is is like the traffic is crazy. It's almost like LA, but different because the the freeways and highways aren't anywhere near as wide as back in California. But the time stuck in traffic is the same. So, uh, let's see what we got. Yeah, you're right. We got the long sleeve. Guys, you guys already know we're coming with it. We would just be testing a bunch of stuff. We'd never really be promoting anything. We need to start promoting way more. We're going to start doing that way more moving forward. Um, SHI underscore PI 47 asks, does it bother you when people don't recognize you on the street? No, not at all. I don't, uh, I don't care to be famous. Um, I care to help, help share what I've learned and hopefully people can take take something away from it and apply it to their life and and be better off because of it but i'm i i'm not playing soccer and i'm not doing this because i want to be recognized in the streets um william kim asked what's it like to play with wayne rooney uh, it's i mean it's it's great to see him at training every day and just see his overall quality how he approaches the game how he thinks about the game how he positions himself his first touch his vision his overall technical ability i mean he's a world-class player so um it's great it's great seeing that on a daily basis it helps i mean if you're we talk to you guys a lot about being a student of the game so you know if you're there and you're paying attention and you're learning how and why he does what he does it can be very valuable uh, very, very valuable experience for you, but if you're just kind of there and just not actively being a student, it's it's just like being a fan and watching it, uh, watching it as a, as a fan. Um, Jordan asks, should we focus on improving everything or focusing on a few key things? Well, that comes down to self-honesty. Um, do you think being honest with yourself, do you think focusing on everything is your best course of action? Like, is that really going to, do you think that's going to set you apart? I mean, for me personally, from my experience, I think specialization is the way to go. The difficulty in that is specializing in something that isn't valuable or not considered valuable to others or being too far ahead of uh, your time. Like that's something that I've had to definitely learn how to dial in. I like to think very, very big picture. I like thinking what I think is just, you know, a normal level of steps ahead. Um, but the more I'm seeing things play out in life, I'm, you know, maybe it's, it's not a couple of months, it's a couple of years. And then when you're, when you're talking about ideas and things that you're thinking about 
on a on years, you're saying, okay, a lot can happen over the course of many years, and the assumptions you're making today might may not be the assumptions of the world that you'll live in five years from now. So specialization for something that that may or may not exist in the future. That is uh, that's the name of the game right there, right? So um, for me, the focus is. Being as aware as you possibly can about learning from the mistakes of others and understanding why they made the decisions that they did and then like mapping their process and applying it to yours. I think last week we talked about A-B split testing. That is very similar to that in terms of uh, what you should do and what should you should focus on. So I think, so to answer your question, it's a balance between the two. It's learning when to focus when everything's important and then learning when only one thing is important and bouncing between those two. That's that's where experience comes into play and you only get, gain experience by making mistakes. So I think the younger you are, the more mistakes you can make, which is why you should be making as many mistakes as possible, obviously not on purpose, but at least understanding that that is the time where you can afford your mistakes and as long as you're you're using your mistakes to learn from them, then they're a valuable asset to you. We talk about that a lot as well before. If you're just making mistakes to make mistakes, you eventually that becomes very um, tiresome for those around you and they figure you out and you, meet, you go from being you know young, fun, and naive to being annoying and um, immature. And that is not, I've seen guys go through that process and that transition and that's not a good, it's not a good day when you learn that you've been immature for too long and people are fed up with you because now you've been uh, branded or categorized or developed a reputation for that. And um, it's very difficult to overcome, especially if you haven't been doing what's necessary to um, overcome that. So let's see. Uh, RDM me 30 asks, uh, best word of advice for my son, 10 years old, to go pro, San Diego. Uh, the best words of advice would be to go to perfectsoccerskills.com slash book, get a copy of the book, and read the book. Because that's going to be the, the foundation for you to fully understand what it is you're saying you want to do. I think every single 10-year-old who plays soccer, I won't say every, but a majority of all 10-year-olds who play soccer, if asked if they'd like to go pro one day, would all say yes. So... But we know from a pure percentage play, one in a million or one in five million actually make it pro. So what is the difference between those, you know, 4.9 million people and the one who makes it? And most people think it's just innate talent and skill and ability. And for me, I don't believe that that's true at all. Um, because if that were true, then that would mean there's no point in doing anything unless you're already the best by showing up on day one. And if that's how the world worked, we would... If that's how the world worked, there'd be no point in trying anything. There'd be no point in giving any effort or, or uh, working towards something because it's all predestined, predetermined. And if that's the case, then it doesn't... You have no influence or bearing on where you go or what you can accomplish or what you can learn or what you can achieve. And that is not a, that's not a mindset. Like I said, MSL, that's not a mindset or belief system that I 
I choose to participate in. I know some other people do, and that's their right to do so because everyone is entitled to their own opinion. Uh, but until I experience a world that doesn't align, that that proves me wrong, I will continue uh, navigating under this operating system. So, uh, Manuel asks, "How does it feel to be pro?" I'm from North Carolina. Um, yo, shout out North Carolina. Um, that is a very loaded question. How does it feel to be pro? It's, it is, it's different things at different points in your career for different reasons. And, uh, I think when, when asked that question, the real question that's being asked is, is, um, is it what you think it would be or is? And again, that depends on how you're approaching it. So for me myself, I've always looked at soccer as a as a as a tool, uh, as a as a resource, as something that I that I use to further learn and grow the things I'm most passionate about outside the game. So. I've always enjoyed playing soccer and I've always enjoyed giving 110% of my effort at anything that I do. And because of those two things, and I did that for so long, professional soccer became an option for me and one that I jumped into. And since I do things 110%, I wanted to learn everything that would be necessary for me to learn to play pro soccer for as long as possible because I saw the opportunities that pro soccer would afford me in the things I was passionate about outside of soccer. So those are a lot of the things that we've spoken to and you've seen me talk to on the account in terms of I'm my own representing agent. So I had to become my own agent. And then um, I had, uh, I'm a player, player representative on the union. So I had to learn all the rules of the league and the structure of the league and how, how all the rules work and how they impact me individually, but how they impact the organization and team as well as my teammates. I then had to learn how to incorporate my own business and and uh, and build my own marketing company and agency because I, I wasn't highly touted. I, I wasn't someone who was uh, who was looked at on the, you know the short list of of players. You know I had to come from a perspective of um, of of the grind and understanding that I had to be better at the things that. I had to be at an adequate level on the field itself just to be able to compete and play, but I had to be twice as good off the field with all the other things to give myself an opportunity to play. And that's why I ended up, you know, starting my own business, being my own agent, learning the system, learning the contracts, understanding what's necessary, um, you know, making the sacrifices necessary to make this, to make this happen. So I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of moving pieces to this and uh that go way beyond just the game itself and uh hopefully i can share you know the experience that i've had and the path that i had to take to get to this level and and for me i believe the path that i i had to take is the path that most players would have to take if they have an, if they want to have a chance of making it at this level if they aren't already like the best player with all the people looking at them and having ample opportunities, right? I, I, also, as the league begins to grow even more, 
it's going to be more and more difficult for players like myself to continue to get opportunities and to build and grind your way up the ranks because more and more money is coming into to the organization and they're going to start uh, looking for players at younger and younger ages. So the, the degrees of separation and your ability to navigate at lower levels and continue to make your way up and progress through is just going to get more and more difficult. That was a good question and there's there a lot to unpack in there, but hopefully that answers your question and your your understanding the many different layers and dynamics to what being a pro is and why it can't just be answered in a simple surface level question of just the one thing you can do and all of that it doesn't it just doesn't work that I, it'd be nice if it did because it'd be a lot easier but it doesn't uh, yeah people trying to go pro without getting the fundamentals down and yeah so it's, it's i guess um the best way to really think about it is if you can't do the simple things well then you don't have a chance to make it professional and the one thing that most players don't want to do is spend the time just doing the simple things. You know, I'm, I'm usually always asked like, what, you know, how do I do this trick or how do I strike a knuckleball or how do I do a rainbow or a flick or the snake? And those things are fun. Don't get me wrong, guys. We're even going to start doing a, a new series called Sunday Fun Day because at the end of the day, playing soccer is supposed to be fun. You're supposed to enjoy this. Um, that's something that, you know, I definitely can do a better job of myself personally. Like the fun of the game is different, especially at this age, because it's much, it's, it's, there's much more at stake in terms of like what this means and what it can provide for myself and my family. So fun is not necessarily the reason why I'm playing anymore, though is a reason that I feel many young players play the game and you want to do the best you can to maintain that and to always love and enjoy this game. Um, uh, but, or yeah, no, that's basically what I want to say with that. And, and to that point is, I know I talk a lot about the MSL and the fundamentals and doing the work and doing doing the work. The reason why I, where I'm harping it so hard is because there is so much of the fun stuff, the entertaining stuff, the the shortcuts that people think exist out there. So I'm, I'm trying my best to balance it out with that, but I also understand and recognize that at the end, at the end of the day, the game is supposed to be fun. You're supposed to be enjoying it. And um, um, I just don't want your focus on the fun to overshadow and undermine the hard work that is required to get better at the game. Um, let me see. Hopefully that makes sense. Uh, Giselle Locks asked, uh, can I still send on what I learned from watching the videos and read Read the thing you wrote to get the free download of the book. Yes, you can. Um, you guys, you guys know that um, we don't want we don't want money to be a reason why you can't get access to our book. Uh, like I said, the book is free. The physical I don't have the uh, well, I do it to my backpack. The physical copy of the book is free. We just ask that you guys cover the cost of shipping and handling to get the book delivered to your house. I think it's four ninety five in the U S. and nine ninety nine um, internationally. It actually really cost me like $6.50 to get it out to you and like $13 to send it out internationally. So I lose money every single time I send you guys a physical book. But like I said, I'm trying my best to, to make 
the process of getting the information you need to give yourself the best opportunity as, uh, as easy as possible. Now, the digital version of the book, we can get sent to you for free as well too over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash book. The only thing that I, so we charge $10 for the ebook. The reason I charge $10 for the ebook is because what I realized is by doing and giving the book absolutely free, people didn't value the information that we're giving and they weren't actually reading it. They were just, you know, doing whatever they could. They were just taking it and not applying what we teach and then saying that it doesn't work. And to combat that, if you want the book and you think the book is valuable and the information is valuable, you will pay $10 for the book to get the digital version of the book. But I know a lot of people do not have the $10 to get the free copy of the book. So what we did was put in place a way for you to get the $10 waived. So the fee will be waived so you can get the download of the book for free. All you have to do is go to perfectsoccerskills.com slash book, watch the video on the page, click digital download or the digital download button below that page. And then you get sent to, um, like three steps. So you, what's required to get the $10 waived is to read an article that I wrote, at least as of right now, it's to read an article and it could change in the future. But right now it's just to read an article that I wrote, um, uh, read and watch, uh, read an article I wrote and watch all the videos on the page and then send an email to contact at perfectsoftwareskills.com um, expressing what you learned, what you took away from it and why you'd like a copy of the, why you, what you plan to do and implement with the book. And we send you a book for free. So like I said, Digital version you can get for free if you do some work, or you can pay for it for 10 bucks if you don't want to do a little bit of work, which is fine, which means you value, you value the information enough to pay for it, which means you, I mean, if you pay for something, you deserve it. And then the other is you can get a physical copy of the book for free because we'll cover that, but I'm not going to cover the cost of shipping to get it out to you, even though I'm already kind of covering some of the cost of shipping. Um, there is that long answer to your question. Let's see. Yeah, you're right. They'd be sleeping and stuff. Okay, so let's see what we got here. I see some some of you guys are starting to drop some conspiracies. I like that. Um, okay, there we go. Let's see what we got here. Why do so many people fail? We all ask how to win, but I also want to hear your view on why so many people fail. Uh, from my experience... I believe a big reason why people fail is because they don't fully understand what it is they're signing up for when they get started. And the the reason why they're getting involved in whatever it is that they're doing isn't a big enough reason to complete the task that they've set out to achieve. So I like to say that you can give me a million excuses, a million reasons, and some of them can be really great reasons, really great excuses as to why you are not capable of doing something. But all I need you to do is give me one reason why you're going to do it. That's it. Just one reason why you're going to do it anyway. So we can have a million other, 10 million things over here for why we can't achieve it, we can't do it. Da, da, da. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough time. My coach doesn't like me. Uh, my friends don't believe in me. My parents don't support me. I, blah, 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 blah. I go, okay, that's, yep, I hear you. I hear you, I hear you, I hear you, I hear you. You're right. It's difficult. It's hard. It's this, it's that, it's the other. But hey, what's that one reason that you're going to use as the reason why you're going to do it anyway? Hey, sorry to interrupt, but if you've enjoyed listening to this episode and learning what it takes to increase your mental strength, 
Well, how would you like to work with me one-on-one -on -one directly? Now you can with BPro Mentality. Head over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash BPro. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash B-E-P-R-O to apply to work with our network of pro players today. That's it. That's all you need. And that's all you focus on. So uh, to tie it back to what we talked about earlier, when do you focus on everything or big picture? And when do you need to focus on one thing? And how do you tell between the two? That is your, that is the realm that you want to be living in is between that, right? And that's going, okay, I want to go pro. I want to be a pro player. Great. That is a great goal. That is something that you want to achieve or you want to do. Okay. What is the reason why I want to become a pro player that will be a big enough reason for me to continue to pursue it even when my parents don't believe in me, my friends don't support me, I don't have any cleats, I don't have any money, I don't have a soccer ball, I don't have access to coaches, I don't have access to training fields, I don't, it's snowing where I live, there's no club teams where I'm at, there's no high school team, there's no program, there's, there's, there's nothing but obstacles in my way and things that are preventing me on my path to get where I say I want to go. What is the reason that is big enough? What is a big enough why for why you're going to do it and get it done in spite of all of those things? That's what mental strength is. That's where you need to be. That's what you're developing. And that's what's required to actually get to wherever it is that you say you want to go. And if you don't get there, you also have to be strong enough to understand that you are the reason why you didn't get where you wanted to go. So if you can say like, oh, well, my coach didn't, my coach didn't play me. And I'll go like, okay, well, you didn't do enough to get the coach to play you. And you say, well, I trained five days a week and I, and I, you know, I always went and talked to him and I always asked him what I could do, what I could improve. And he always said, if I did this, um, I would play and I did that and he didn't play me. So it's his fault. And I go like, well, it's still your fault because you didn't learn and realize that he was lying to you and he's just telling you what you wanted to hear to get you to leave him alone. So there's always a way in which you can point the finger at yourself. And that is how you create a process that eventually leads you to finding success. Because if you can figure out a way, and sometimes it, sometimes it actually isn't your fault, right? But if you can figure out a way to figure out how it is your fault, what it forces you to do is it forces you to get creative with how you figure out a solution to your problem. Okay, I I'm, I'm realizing that my coach has told me to do this and I'll play. I'm doing this and I'm not playing. So then I go back to my coach and I ask him, hey, I'm doing what you said and I still don't play. What does he or she typically do? They tell you, oh, well, it's something else or it's this now or it's that now. Okay, well then you have to be do 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 self-honest, honest with yourself. Is it a waste of time to continue to pursue the opportunity with this particular coach? Do you have a better opportunity or chance to go elsewhere? Well, some of you might say, well, this is the only team that I have and I can't play for another team. I'll say, okay, well then you better get even more creative. How can you get the coach to like you? Or more importantly, how can you get the coach to tell you the truth as to why you're not playing? And let's say you figure that out and you figure out how to get the coach to tell you the truth as to why you're not playing. So let's say you're knocking on his, on the front door of his house every single day for three weeks in a row saying, listen, I know you're lying to me. I know you're lying to me. Tell me the reason. Tell me the truth. Tell me the truth. Why am I not playing? Why am I not playing? Why am I not playing? And maybe let's say um, week three finally goes, you know what? It's because you're not good enough. Technically, you're not good enough. Your first touch isn't there and you're not as good as this other player on the field, or at least I don't believe you are. Are you self-honest enough 
to receive that information and use that as motivation to do the work that you need to do to get better than that player or to improve yourself? And are you patient enough to do that work for the six months or a year to get to the level to be able to come back to him and prove him wrong? Like that is the level of dedication and commitment you need to have if you want to succeed. And that's just the truth of it. Being successful is very hard and reaching your goals is very difficult, but it's worth it. And in order to do that, you have to have a reason why that is greater than your reason why not, right? Like it has to be, it has to be greater than, than the reason or the obstacle that is currently in front of your face. And you adopt that mindset, you apply that for long enough, and I can guarantee you, oh, I, I, no, I mean it, I can guarantee you, you will find success in, in some capacity. It may not be, you know, playing for Man United, but you're going to be okay. And through that process, you'll understand what it is that you're saying you want to achieve, and you'll fully be self-honest in understanding if you have the capability, the dedication, or the willingness to apply or learn what's necessary to get to that level. So, so it's like the more you learn, the more you learn, the less you know. And that's a real weird spot to be in, but... Uh, let's see what we got here. Jordan, I'm liking the questions. You're getting good at these. You're getting good at the questions. So, Jordan asks, uh, "What is what is a question that you think people should be asking but aren't?" I think the question that people should be asking themselves is, "How am I lying to myself? How am I lying to myself?" And then answering that question honestly, and and with with every perspective you can think of, how am I lying to myself about my effort? How am I lying to myself about what I want in life? How am I lying to myself about what I'm willing to do? How am I lying to myself about what I say I'm going to do? How am I lying to myself about what I believe myself to be? I mean, those are deep philosophical questions, but I think if you spend time thinking about that and answering them honestly, it doesn't mean you're going to be right, but at least it's going to orient you towards a path that I think you will look back on taking being happy that you did, as opposed to having regret, I guess, like... The way I'm trying to, my, to the best of my ability to navigate my life is with uh, with uh, with um, the idea that I wouldn't change the decision I made even after seeing the result and not being happy with the result, right? Like, I think I've talked to you guys about this before, and it's very important and it's very fundamental to to how I, what I believe and what I want. Um, what I see is most people want the glory and they don't want any of the blame. For me, I want all the glory, but I also want all the blame. And I think the only way that you can gain the glory is if you're equally willing to accept the blame, 
when it's your fault. And uh, even when it's not your fault, accepting the blame and doing the work to overcome it anyway. There's been a lot of times where, you know, my situation definitely was not fair. It wasn't in my favor. People were not, people were actively doing things to, this is multiple times over my career, where people were actively fighting and putting things in place to prevent me from uh, moving to, to, to progressing, to playing, to whatever. And that's normal, that's professional sports. Um, but if I sat around and felt sorry for myself and cried because it was unfair, when I know that the simple fact that I'm playing at this level where I have an opportunity to do it is greater than the opportunity that hundreds of millions of people, hundreds of millions of other people don't have, what am I doing? What am I doing here? You know? So don't complain. It's really the simplest thing. Don't complain. No one wants to hear you complain. Uh, complaining doesn't matter. No one cares. Um, now, if you're asking how to get better, or you're asking how to improve, or you're trying to learn something, or you're stating the facts as to the situation because you're looking and seeking solutions, okay. That is not complaining then. If you're saying, hey, listen, you know, I keep going to work and the cups are all broken, and there's no cups to drink out of in the morning. If this is the first time you're saying it, it's not a complaint. Right? But the second time you say it, you better be saying it because you're saying, what do you think we should do to solve the problem? The cups are broken. I had mentioned that they were broken yesterday. I'm, I show up again today, the cups are still broken. Okay, well, now we're at step two. This is the second time. If you're just you're saying the cup's broken, that means you're complaining because you're expecting someone else to fix it or figure it out when you can see that there's a problem and you can figure out a solution or you can implement the solution. Buy new cups, pay for them. You go, oh, well, that's not my job or that's not my responsibility. Then go figure out whose responsibility it is and then speak to them about it. Well, they're not doing their job. I'll say like, okay, then shut up. If you're not gonna fix it, you're not gonna change it, you're not gonna do the work yourself, then shut your mouth. Because then you're just complaining and that doesn't help anybody and no one wants to hear it, so. See, uh, how come they didn't update your FIFA card? I don't know. I haven't even looked at FIFA in so long. I actually need to do some more giveaways to to make up for these last couple of like months, guys. It's been super crazy. So I don't know if. Well, I think a lot of you guys are probably on the giveaway email list. So perfectsoccerskills.com/giveaway. Um, the usual plan is for me to do weekly giveaways and when there's a long period of time where I'm not able to do the weekly giveaways, I usually end up doing like a super monster master giveaway to make up for the time that I um, that I was away. So you'll, if you're not on the list, you'll definitely want to get on the list because I'll probably be doing one of those very soon. Um, Chris does appreciate the support and love from Australia. Shout out Australia. We've been getting, I think we've been getting a lot of book orders from Australia and uh, our shipper doesn't I think they don't ship to Australia anymore right now. So we'll figure out a workaround with that. But I'm starting to, I think I'm starting to get some like, uh, some customer support emails. And then I was talking to Katie, our project lead project manager. She helps me get the books sent out. So we'll get that sorted out here soon. But shout out Australia.
uh, Andy said, Quinspiracy, the Man U handball was to further an EPL team as there's more money in English TV rights. I'll have to look more into what had happened because I miss I missed that. IG, uh, iTechers, what up iTechers? Welcome, 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 welcome. Let's see what we got. What we got here? Uh, okay. Um, K9 Ampton asked tips on what to include. Let me see. Okay, we've got about 15 more minutes. So, tips on what to include in Soccer Journal. I wanted to learn mindfulness by writing down where I am at how my sessions are and games are and how I can do better writing down my game analysis each week. Okay, so um, a resource I, I we use a lot and build a lot of our stuff for our businesses is Google Docs. So if you you got, and it's free, so that's the best one. So use Google Docs because you can organize everything in there. You can build like Excel files and you can also create like Word documents that you can share. Go ahead and create yourself a template of all the things that you'd want to document over the time. And then at the end of each day or the beginning of each day, uh, jot down and journal what it is that you're wanting. I personally like physical copies of books and stuff. So, ugh. and I like note, I like notepads and stuff. So you'll see like I, I'm writing notes and journaling and putting all my stuff down in here like every day. And then my affirmations that I, uh, that I say every morning and then, um, and then I use this app called Headspace, which lets you do uh, meditation. So let me see. It's guided meditation, which is decent. So let me see, Headspace. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the app, it's called Headspace. Yeah, so Headspace, you guys can find it on the App Store. So that's a good one for mindfulness and getting that figured out. That's something that I use and I do daily, which which I, I like. Um, you can you can set the meditation times from for whatever duration that you want, like 5, 10, 15, 30 minutes. Um, and then as far as like notes and journaling stuff down, I'd say when you're first starting out, just, just plan to take notes and document or at least write down quick notes for everything from for at least 30 days. And just just do that. Don't really have any set way of what you're doing or how you're doing. Just do that out for 30 days. And then at the end of 30 days, then look at everything that you've got down and figure out what you feel is useful, beneficial, and helpful to you and what is kind of like not really useful information. I call this uh, internal KPIs. So KPIs means key performance indicators. That's kind of like an industry standard term for, uh, for businesses. Um, but uh, KPIs, I, I say internal KPIs. So what are the what are the thing the the the, the key performance indicators for us or our, our team internally? What are the things that we value? What are the things that we think are the most important in making making decisions? For you, it might be um, knowing being able to see in thirty days how many days you felt good versus how many days you felt bad, or maybe it's the thought that you keep having and you realize that you've had the same thought in the morning for you know 14 days out of the month then you can really start to hone in and be like you know what there might be something there there's something i need to work on or figure out again self-honesty so spending that time to really learn yourself by just getting down on paper everything that you do 
or you think you do, or you think you'd need to know. And then after that, you can refine it down. You start to realize, oh, okay, 80% of what I'm writing down actually isn't very useful for me, or, I, or I'm not using that as a, a, as a basis to make decisions. It's actually these, these three or four things here. Um, for instance, the core values, the seven core values, those are what I've broken down as to the seven key steps for any and every business idea, any and every like new environment I go into, how I'm approaching or problem solving or making decisions on a daily basis. So like those are my key performance indicators. So I go, so when I'm making a decision, I go, okay, step one, have I been honest with myself about the assessment of what I'm doing? Okay. What uh, self-initiative, what am I, what am I actively taking responsibility for to take initiative on this? Um, then what am I going to put? So self-accountability, what am I going to put in place to hold myself accountable to what it is that I say I want to do? Those three things right there are the three S's of self-awareness. Like I said, uh, each week I'm going to go into more detail. So today we're going over self-honesty. Next week we'll go over self-initiative. The week after that, self-accountability, and then we'll build over there. So the first three weeks are the three S's of uh, self-awareness. So self-honesty, what's the issue? What's the problem? What is the problem that I am, what's the part of the problem that I am the sole reason for the issue and problem? Uh, Self-initiative, what am I going to take responsibility for in terms of taking the action necessary to overcome this issue? And self-accountability, what is it that I'm going to do or put in place to hold myself to the standard, be disciplined in executing on what I told myself, what I came to a conclusion on on my own that was necessary for me to do, right? Those, that creates a little loop three-step loop. That is the foundational pillar of the AmeriCorps process, right? And that's how you develop self-awareness. So um, this is how this is how to wake yourself up if you asleep, right? Just that three-step process right there is how you kind of turn on and understand how to be self-aware. Self-awareness is just a process. That is the process, at least the way in which I've been able to um, apply it in my life and, um, you know, teach that to others. So hopefully it serves you well. And we'll go into more detail on, uh, on self-initiative definitely next week. So let's see what we've got here. We've got 10 minutes left in the call. Shannon, welcome to the live. Thanks so much for joining. Uh, my son's team begins their spring season on Saturday. Hopefully the snow is gone. Also it will be like rapids. Yeah. I don't know if you guys saw, I don't know if you guys saw this image, this picture of the that Rapids game. The um, okay, nice. David signed. Okay. Yo, shout out David for Jeff C. So David, uh, my my teammate in Montreal just signed a. Uh, New contract, just saw that, so. Shout out David. Yo, go give David some love. Congratulate him on his successful signing. What was I gonna show you? Oh, okay, I was telling you guys, I saved it. Or at least, yeah, I did. It's like my most rec re recently saved one. So I don't know if you guys saw this. This was from the Rapids game. The lighting's messing that up, there you go. From the Rapids game, look at that. So guy's whole face got frozen in this game. It's a ridiculous game. Um, uh, has, 
Rias underscore two asks, what are the ways other than watching pros and ourselves to improve tactical knowledge and other than tactical Tuesdays for sure? Cause I watch them all. Um, what are other ways for tactical knowledge other than watching pros and ourselves? If there's other ways, uh, I'm not aware of them. And, um, and I mean, and I don't see them being much more valuable than watching the tactics of at the pro level. And then at least to my knowledge, um, our tactical Tuesday series with Ross is the only real, uh, tac uh, weekly tactical soccer specific tactical show on YouTube. That's, you know, coming from a, a pro player, um, or an ex pro player. So, um, I guess to answer that question, we're always looking to improve and in, in, increase our ability to teach that, but that, oh, okay. Well, it really comes down to learning, learning every position. <laughs> you made me think, and I thought about it more, um, from a tactical side, it'd really be understanding the roles and responsibilities of every single player at every single position. So not just your position, you should learn and understand the roles and responsibilities of each player at every position in every formation if you're wanting to understand everything but uh, why and how players make decisions and how different attributes benefit different systems versus others so that's there you go that would be a way uh chris asked uh do you believe in the term you play the way you train hmm I believe to a large degree, yeah, you do play the way you train. And by that, I mean you can play better than how you train or you can play worse than how you train, but on over the, the duration of over the long term, right? Like over the long term, uh, you play to the level of your training. At some times you'll play above and below, but overall you'll trend, you'll trend with your the, your level of training. So if you don't take ser things seriously over a long period, because you're way better than everybody right now, over a longer period of time, those who work harder than you will start to beat you. So in the game, you won't play to the level you, the level that uh, people are beating you because of that. At. Hopefully that makes more sense. So let me pull this up. So let's see what we got here. Uh, before you guys also know that uh, I send it now to you guys, you guys can ask your questions as well over on the Instagram channel. So I'll pull a couple questions from Instagram. <laughs> the percentage that make it pro is 0.458. I don't know if that's actually real. Reason said, what's MSL? Come on guys, let her know what the MSL is. Kanan Ampton asks, can I drop any financial literacy knowledge for uh, upcoming high school grads going into freshman year of college? Yes, uh, if I'm just dropping it straight, read Robert Kiyosaki's Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Read that once every single year of the four years that you're in school. Each year you'll have new experiences, so you'll read that book with different perspective. But if by the end of your four, year, four years in college you've spent You've read that book at least four times. You're going to uh, 
have a mindset that will greatly benefit you once you're done with school. Because let's say you finish school around 2021. 20, uh, you'll have the mindset of money and how to use money and to earn it and to save it and to invest it. That of a 35-year-old, which means you'll greatly benefit from the compounding interest of starting so early. Okay, so Jordan said, people say train the way you play, but my teammate says that on game day, you just have more motivation because it's a game. And here's where I'll let you know. For me, at least the way I look at it, um, playing the game should be motivation enough for you to want to give your best effort every day. So I won't say you should play with 100% intensity as hard as you can every day because you can't sustain that. I'm not, I'm not saying that. But you can give 100% of your effort mentally every day, right? So your motivation should always be on 100. And your motivation to get better in the capacity that you can get better for the day should always be on 100. So maybe I can't give 100% of my physical effort today because I trained really hard yesterday or we trained really hard this week or I'm injured. But I can give 100% of my effort. Uh, I can have 100% motivation for the effort I give towards being a student of the game, towards uh, being a, a good of team as I possibly possibly could be, to being as coachable as possible, to to uh, being as self honest as I possibly can. So you can always you can always uh, have you can always have 100% motivation. The goal should be to be 100% motivated, and the best way to be 100% motivated is to have a why, like I said, big enough to overcome anything that could prevent you or want to dissuade you from accomplishing your goals. Uh, but it's all good, guys. You also know that I fall behind on the on the on the um, the chat, so I always love seeing you guys interact with each other, have conversations, share your thoughts and opinions. Um, for those of you who've read the book, you know you can get access to the private Facebook community uh, and the private Facebook group. So if you guys haven't joined the Facebook group, make sure you do that. If you don't know how to do that, go to perfectsoccerskills.com slash book, get the book, read the book, and you will see how to join the Facebook community. Um, and there you guys will be able to ask questions that not just on the lives. Obviously, you can catch us every week, and I, I very much appreciate having you guys join every every week. but also, we've got that community over there, and I love seeing everyone help each other out. So let's see what we've got. We've got about two minutes before Instagram kicks me off here. Okay, so let's scroll to the bottom. Dang. Cool, gonna grab a copy of Rich Dad Poor Dad. There you go, I like that. Also, I think on my website, QuincyMiracle.com, you can go to book recommendations. I haven't updated that in a couple of years, so I need to update that. I think that book's on there, and there's a couple other ones as well, too. And like I said, I guess we've got two minutes left. Okay, Jordan said there's a full audio of Rich Dad, Poor Dad on YouTube. That's good. I'd also say get the book because visual is more is more important. Visual is just as important, but I think uh, the audio is good to have as well too because you can listen to the you can listen to the audio probably more times than you'd read the physical book, so that's also good. 
Uh, hey, uh, people always say, well, you're rich as a comeback to anything. I do better than them. Does anyone have any comebacks for that? I get so embarrassed and it helps out a lot. Um, if you're allowing them to say that to affect what you're doing, then you got to work on that. That's the mental side of it. But in terms of a comeback and they say, well, you're rich and be like, yeah, you don't want to be rich either. Simple. So you don't want to be rich. I don't see how being rich is a, is a, is an insult. And then just say, I don't see how being rich is an insult. And then act as if it doesn't bother you because it doesn't, because it doesn't matter. People are just projecting what they want for themselves on you um, and letting you know that what they feel poorly about. So feel sorry for them. Let's see. No problem. Hey, I appreciate you saying that. Thanks so much. All right, guys, I got I got 30 seconds before they cut me off. They'll probably cut me off before I'm gone. I want to say thanks again for joining us for another episode of the Ask the Soccer Pro Show. Guys, if you could take a screenshot of this, um, tag the Perfect Soccer account and my personal account, letting me know what you took away from the live, what you liked about it. And uh, I'd love to reshare you on our accounts and stuff. I appreciate you. I'll see you guys next Thursday. Um, with all your questions and stuff. So turn on push notifications so you can join me live and I will see you guys next week. Thanks so much and have fun in the MSL. Quincy Ameriqua here and thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with someone you feel will get some value from it. And if you could take a moment to leave a review of our podcast wherever you're listening and let us know who you would like us to interview next, we'll get working on it right away. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash radio. That's PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash P-S-T-M. That's PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash P-S-T-M to enter to win for free today. Thanks again, and see you guys in the next episode. Thank <laughs> you.